Hi everyone, I'm Corey and I'm a late diagnosed autistic ADHDer and the host of the Authentically Autistic and ADHD podcast. The podcast to help neurodivergent women and those who identify as women so that they can go from not just surviving but thriving in a world that was not fully set up to support them. Hello and welcome to the Authentically Autistic and ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Corey C. I'm a late diagnosed autistic ADHD raising a neurodiverse family in this neurotypical world. And on today's episode of the podcast, which I realize is Valentine's Day, we are going to talk about creating a sense of belonging. Oh boy. Belonging. It's one of those things that I think so many of us search for and what we've come to realize, or at least what I've come to realize, is that until I learned to accept myself and I had that higher level, the sense of sense, self-esteem, and just this higher level of self-love and self-worth, it did not matter where I belonged or where I was trying to fit in. Because unless I could belong truly to myself, none of it, nothing else mattered. So this is one of those things, again, that I just, I want to talk about because we, autistic ADHDers, those of us who have ADHD, we have this tendency to struggle with um, things like rejection-sensitive dysphoria and with imposter syndrome. And so many of us are recovering perfectionists, rec recovering people-pleasers. Now, that I think has this, we want to be acceptance and this, this sense of acceptance. And so many of us mask, which that's hiding what makes us autistic or what makes us ADHD because we want to belong, because we want to fit in. When in reality, what we need to do and I think what we need to, what needs to be done is just this higher level of, this is who I am. And that's okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In the background, you may hear one of my cats. He's coming over. He likes to sit next to my desk. <laughs> so this sense of belonging has become this almost like universal human need. And whether that's belonging to a family, belonging to a workplace, if it's belonging to a group, if it's whatever it is, you want to belong to something. So research tells us these things. There was a study published in the Journal of Psychology and Health, and it described how feeling in a group was directly associated with a lowered heart rate and more favorable outcomes of self-reported levels of mood and social self-esteem. In the research journal, Personality and Social Psychology, there was a review on four individual research studies that identified a strong correlation between a sense of belonging and the amount of meaning that people had in their life. In the Journal of Happiness, there was a study that identified a trend that of about 4,000 people, and what they found was that the more included a person felt in a particular social group, the happier they were. So we have all of these different studies out there, and there's so many of them, where this sense of belonging really does help. So how do we promote a sense of belonging in our own life? 
And we've talked about this need for this sense of belonging and it's important, yes. What you really need to look at is how do you create that and nurture that from within? So then you start to seek it without on the outside, or maybe you don't seek it and that's fine too. So one of the things is being able to put in the effort and So when we are looking at ways to increase or decrease this need to belong, it starts with accepting ourselves first. So one of the biggest problems that we find is that when you have this lack of a sense of belonging is that you really have no idea as to who you are. So your sense of self-esteem may be down, your sense of self-worth, your self-sense of self-purpose and your sense of identity. And one of the reasons that I really wanted to talk about this is because I was at that point following my divorce, and this was back in 20... time of my life where I just defined basically myself on societal expectations and the societal rules that I had come to take on. There's nothing wrong with that. It also sucked because I didn't know who I was anymore. And I really struggled with that. So I had to learn, I think, the hard way that until I really knew who I was and I was accepting of that, there was no way that I was going to be able to find that outside of myself. So it was one of the first big things that I had to do. And if this is something that you would like to talk about, because this is, it can be uncomfortable, then I would invite you to come to thecoreyc.com backslash work. And that is T-H-E-K-O-R-I-C.com backslash work. And we can jump on a quick call and just talk about these things and get it out in the open. Because that really is the first step. It's just acknowledging that, okay, yeah, maybe I am struggling with my sense of identity. So again, go to thecoreyc.com backslash work, and we will start to talk about these things. So once we are in this self-acceptance mode and we really solidify that and establish that, then I think we can start to define, okay, why is it that I feel this need to belong? Or where is it that I would like to feel to belong? So it really is your self-love and your self-acceptance and your strong sense of self-identity. So when we have that in place, when we have that established, we also come to this realization that maybe belonging in a particular social group or maybe being accepted by a particular social group really isn't that important. So I see this as an autistic ADHDer who has spent the majority of their life masking and hiding what makes me autistic and what makes me ADHD. I'm done with that. This is me. This is who I am. I'm imperfect. I may be a little bit quirky by normal standards. I don't always say the right things at the right time or I interrupt or I may look like I'm not paying attention to you but that's just me. 
So if you can't accept that and I feel, or if I feel like I, I have to hide that all the time just so I look normal, no way. I'm done with that because it's stressful and it's hiding who I am. So that ties in with you just allowing yourself to come from this place of vulnerability. And that can be really raw. It can be really scary and it can be really intimidating. In her book, it was Brené Brown. She talked about the power of vulnerability and it was so true because when we are opening up ourselves to being vulnerable, we are exposing weaknesses and that it can be really uncomfortable. I just say this from experience, but when we are sharing from that place of vulnerability, when we are being authentically vulnerable, we are people to see this part of ourselves and this piece of ourselves that it's raw and it's real. So that is something that I would also encourage you to do is to start being a little bit in as, and as you feel comfortable being a vulnerable and showing up imperfectly where you may have tried to come up with this. Okay. This is how I need to be. This is how I need to act. These are the things that I need to say. And we're going to be talking about, um, social difficulties and social cues and social skills and all that kind of thing in some later episodes of the podcast once I get back into the next series or once the next series wraps up and the next series which will be starting in March is going to be all about emotional regulation slash emotional dysregulation we're also going to cover imposter syndrome and we're going to cover rejection sensitive dysphoria so that's coming out in March or starting in March. But this episode uh, is just, or these past couple episodes that we've been doing were after I was doing a little bit more research and after I was just looking at, okay, this is what people are starting to resonate with here on the podcast. I should talk more about that. So that's why we're doing it. To that extent, if there's an episode topic that you would like to see covered or a topic that I've already covered that you would like to see more of, no, leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments. Um, if you're over on Instagram and you're seeing this on the Authentically Autistic and ADHD podcast, let me know. You can also connect with me over on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, the Corey C. And you can come hang out with me on Facebook. I've got a group for autistic moms who are raising autistic and neurotypical children. And I have a group for autistic and ADHD women and those who identify as women who are ready to unmask and live their authentically imperfect lives. So that is what I have for you on today's episode of the podcast. And I will talk to you again soon. I hope you have an amazing day.